Ooh, Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 608 and uh, Bax and Nagel show, but Bax is not here. Uh, he's off until uh, after the new year. I was like a little <laughs> poet and I didn't even <laughs> know it. Even but know. Marty Caproni is here in the studio with us. And uh, we're, we're not even really doing a regular show because you know why? Oh. It's almost Christmas. Uh, this is my, my gift to myself that I can just <laughs> sit here and have a nice conversation, and then we don't have to do news and all that other good crap that we usually do every day. All of the listeners are listening yeah. right now, and they're going, you know what? We're mailing it in until after the new year, too, Steve, so uh, if you do it, it's fine. That's right. And uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I will give you a forecast, though. It's going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 35 tomorrow. Uh, sunny with a high of 35. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. We do have, uh, you know, we have a comedian Rafi Gonzalez kind of joining us this morning at, after eight o'clock. He's going to be here in the studio. He's going to be at MGM this weekend, I believe. And uh, also, we have a, a Thunderbird Thursday. So we have uh, the, the the a lot going on. The uh, Thunderbirds prize pack to give away with the the hats and the koozies and the glasses and the tickets and all that good stuff. So, oh, that's good. It'll all be coming up later on. And uh, we have no Scott Zolak. No so. Scott Zolak today because, uh, you know, we're all on hiatus now. Well, I know you love to talk sports, so if you want to carve out a couple of minutes to talk Patriots football, you know I'm always here for you, Steve. Uh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you know, there was a thing that popped up on my Facebook this morning about Scott Zolak. It was like back in this day on 19, 1989 or yeah. 1999 or something like that. He uh he completed some pass to uh, put them into the playoffs. Yeah, he year. had his moments, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had his moments. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's just now he's like one of the guys in the, with the fans in the stands. He's great, man. He, I love him on the phone. He's fun. That's actually I like one of the reasons I like coming in on Thursdays, not it, just to shill my show, but to, to talk to Scott. I'm always fascinated by that because I never really saw, for all the years I've been in this broadcasting business, I never actually physically saw like a broadcast booth, like, a, you know, where – at Fenway, where yeah, yeah, like behind uh, the home Joe plate. Castiglione sits and all that. Where, ah, where right. is it? Where, where is the box? Yeah, that's where I don't know. Um, they have a, they do have a broadcast <laughs> box, fifty uh, yard line up at yeah. at uh, Gillette. I don't know if that's where he broadcasts from, yeah. but I, I'm assuming it's so. It's way up high, yeah, right, yeah. But he's with the fans. He's like, the fans are right there with you, which I thought was weird. Yeah, but th- they're. They're way more equipped, I think, than Fenway Park. I just saw it once on a tour, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know they have they have to be ready for network TV and stuff. So they have like little mini TV setups and stuff up there and everything else. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he's he's uh, he's a fan that just happens to be in the box. Well, he's uh, he does pretty well when he's on this show every week. You know, and I've never brought it up to him. Remember, I I always said to you, I never brought it up, but my buddy uh, Rob, who I used to work with, my first job out of college was from Pennsylvania. Yeah. And he told me, he said, oh, you guys have my buddy as a quarterback. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, Scott Zolak. And he said, Scott had a nickname. And I've never brought it up to Scott what is the nickname? They said he said. <laughs> I hope that this doesn't lead to a pile of. But they he said they said they called him Buckethead. Oh well, that's. Uh, I don't know if you really want to bring that up to Scott. Probably that's not. Something uh, he doesn't want to remember. <laughs> Because I've never heard anybody call him Buckethead other than you. And I've never even heard the two words right. together except for the guitarist that took over Slash in Guns N' Roses. Right, right, Buckethead, right. that's the only time I've ever heard of it. But it all I always remembered it. Here it is, you know, whatever, 25 years later, and I still remember it. 
Uh, so did you, you said you had something to tell me? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Share with me? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I owe you a thank you for an awkward moment. Uh, oh, geez, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I leave here, going for a little bit, go to the school, pick up my kid, uh, enter her finals or whatever, and I, I stop at Big Y to get her a sandwich. Uh, you know, they have the little deli there. They make a good sandwich. So I go, we'll go to Big Y and get a sandwich. We're waiting in line at the deli. It's already weird. The guy in front of me is doing weird stuff. He's showing the girl making the grinder pictures of the grinder that he wants on his phone. I want it filled up like this. I want it to look like this yeah, picture. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's like harassing the lady about it. To the point that like we feel bad for the lady. That's like going into McDonald's and saying, I want a Big Mac that looks exactly, exactly like that like one of that picture up there. Right. Yeah. So he's doing that to the lady. It's getting awkward. This is why I told, I told my daughter, I'm like, this is why I don't usually go to the Big Y in Springfield. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, St. James. He's like yelling at the lady. I want two. She goes, what kind of bread do you want? He goes, your choice. I go, what is that? Was she you a bartender would, now? Wait a minute. This guy goes through the whole process of telling you exactly what the sandwich so needs detailed. to look like. But then doesn't care what kind of bread. But Russian roulette on. with the bread. Hey, uh, your yeah. choice, your choice, baby. Whatever you want. That's I would have exactly given the worst tasting bread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's the whole grain yeah. oats that's three days old. So he he's doing this. My my kid, I, I can she, you know she's a decent person. So she she feels the awkwardness and feels bad for this lady behind the counter too. Just when it can't get more surreal, I hear, "Hey, uh, Marty, right?" And I turn around and I'm like, yeah, I don't realize that I'm wearing the sweatshirt that says Rock 102. Yeah. And he goes, hey, I just want to say I enjoy listening to you in the mornings when you're on. I go, oh, thanks so much. He goes, my name's Hugh. I'm the news director at Western Mass News. Oh, Hugh Zetland. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that very much. And then I started laughing. I go, sorry about Steve. I know. <laughs> and he it got awkward. He was like, "Yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, he, he definitely likes to uh, keep us on our toes." He's like, "But at least it wasn't as brutal as uh, he is to WWLP." Yeah. Well, you know, I do. Uh, they've actually Western Mass News, to their credit, has uh, has really come a long way. Yeah. In as far as not only getting like hard hitting information out there, like they actually have answers, and it seemingly. They have done less of the, we're just going to put something out there just to put it out there. Right. They put it out there now with at least a little detail or say at least, that, you know, this is all we know right now, you know. Rather than just like uh, than clip like, and paste. Well, I mean, look at the look at the difference at 22 News yesterday with two, for two days that <laughs> the after the closed. storm, the, the road was closed. Now, the, the, the mass DOT people that we know are like... Dude, that road's not closed. It was never flooded. It, it's it's open. It was like cordoned right. off, but it was and it was open and it was still a day later. They were still putting it up on the website saying that the that Route Five was closed in East Hampton. That that whole thing is um, to me emblematic of what goes on in media nowadays because you feel bad for the ones that are there that are trying, but you know they're they're trying to do the best with limited budget because if they're a big giant media conglomerate they might say to them you get three reporters where they used to have 12 you know what i mean yeah so they're trying to just churn out content the best they can and yeah you're it's right. not their fault it's whoever the bean counter is in the office saying we only can have three you know what i mean this is a i've always said this market is like the step 
above college radio. Like we've <laughs> we've made it up to this point, you know. Yeah. Well, it this will be is, this week. But for- this is like a little practice for for these uh these young kids that come through here and go on to these news stations. They're going someplace else. Unless they really want to stay here then, forever, then yeah. they'll be here forever. Like Chris Paisano, he ain't going anywhere. He yeah. could. He he very well could. He, I I think uh, Chris could do the national dance. Well, that's I I, yeah. I mean I think Rich Tedimer, uh Barry was uh, was yeah one. all those guys uh, could be Dave uh, Ray Herschel. All those guys yeah. were national caliber. But they enjoyed Western Mass. They they like you know right. And then the the rest of them are just uh, they're just little uh, latchkey kids coming in, right. and, uh, making themselves some sandwiches and then leaving. Like, listen, I mean, do we have the talent that that you could move this show to a, another market? Maybe I don't know, but uh, why would you? It's I don't great think, but, right here at Western Mass. Yeah, but I think this show is is unique to the area, and that's that's the thing that you can't duplicate somewhere else. We might be uh, we might be great here. But, but if you tried to move that type of humor and that type of, I mean, obviously you'd have to, you'd have to gear everything towards whatever location you were. Yeah, in. I think Bax, I think Bax, Bax is super professional with what he does, right? Like I think that guy could do. Oh my radio god! Have anywhere. you listened uh, yeah. to this show? <laughs> no, he, I'm you just hear saying. the you, listen. It's not just me screwing up the buttons. Now, but- <laughs> and my excuse is I'm not on this side of the board that much, but he is. Oh, uh, you're you're captain of the big ship yeah. uh, for the next week. But but my point is, a lot of people who have national talent, like they just come here and they enjoy the area. It's a great area to live. It's a great area to grow up or have a family or whatever. So that's that's yeah. what you know. Some of those people they. They fall in love with the market and they stay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's great. I will say this because uh, I have done radio around the country. Um, I said this the other day. I didn't say it on air, but um, s- this morning show to me is what morning radio should be. And around the country, it's not this. Like I, you come in as a comedian, you're sitting in the chair and everyone's quiet, and they're just like, "Yeah, it's good." So you're how long are you in the market? Oh, you're you're here for uh, five days. Small good for talk. you. Yeah. And then as soon as they come back from commercial, like, "All right, we're back, everybody. How's it going?" Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "What happened to your voice? Like, what's going on?" Well, they got throaty. They got uh, and yeah. they got, and they got they have an agenda that's set up by a company that says you need to you know. They oh, tried. it's sound effects. It's like they tried uh, to do that here, you yeah. know, and uh, it, <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't really fly very well, <laughs> but uh, they tried. But uh, it doesn't. It's one of those. I, I don't know. I can I can get into the whole dynamics of, of the whole business, but I, I like how you said I'm the captain of the ship for the next week. Yeah. I what like Captain Hazelwood? Like this is the Exxon Valdez? No, and, uh, that's like more gonna... of a pirate ship, like a like oh. a really dirty pirate ship. Oh, I was thinking like a drunken captain. That's was, also uh, fair. Driving off the coast into rocks. <laughs> that's left all. And right. That's yeah. all fair. Hey, the ship made it. I mean, it's a little limpy. Hey, but- if we if we get through the week without you having to do a press conference, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like the Valdez captain, yeah, that's, that's something we don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you do that, you'll be fine. Uh, but we got lots of stuff uh, coming up uh, later on this hour. Again, this is not your typical uh, Bax and Nagel show, even though it's still called that. Uh, Marty Caproni is here. We're just going to take a couple of breaks per hour, and then uh, we'll play some great classic rock music in between. I bet you you'll hear Tom Petty. Oh, you think so? Oh, I'm sh- I'm I 100% guarantee it. What do you think the odds are I might hear some Rush or some Zeppelin? We could uh we could uh, we could uh, make that happen for you. <laughs> we could make it happen for you. I bet you. All right. All I okay. have to do is just 
whittle my hand right to just to the yeah, computer see? screen, and I guarantee you Rush, Tom Petty, and <laughs> ACDC will be on tap this morning. Well, I know the listeners are like, God, we yeah. haven't heard enough of it, so wow, we can I, get more. I hope they pray f- play free falling. <laughs> uh, it is uh, 620. It's Bax and Nagel with Marty Caproni and Rock 102. Staples Hot of Deals means amazing sa- Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It is 643, and uh, who was that? Well, Green, Green Day. Day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I forget sometimes. You know, I'm on vacation mode myself, even yeah, though yeah. I'm not really on vacation. We kinda, we're kind we on like a, a morning show light this week uh, because Bax is out, and uh, I really don't feel like doing a whole lot of news. I mean, we'll talk about some news stories uh, going around the area here right now, but uh, I'm not really interested. I'm calling it in. You're you're phoning this one in, huh? Yeah. I'm fired up. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, you know, uh, we ended it on a high note. You yeah. Know, as far as the you know the, the show uh, the full show it was uh, great for the end of the year, and uh, that that was that. Uh, and if you want, you can go listen to my uh, Dom Dom's Night Before Christmas by going to rock102.com and checking that out. You should uh, you should do it again. The you know, one more time. Uh, nah, nah. We'll, we'll we'll play it Saturday for the best of stuff. Uh, all right. uh, but you can go to the website. Well, if you come to, uh, if you said you might come to Loft tonight, I might. Yeah, I, I'm actually. I I will come to Loft tonight. All right. I will well, definitely now. do. But I'm probably not going to be there for the dinner or the appetizers. All right. Well, just say uh, I know you don't want to socialize with anyone. You just want to come uh, be funny. No, you know what? I have a I have a reunion, if you will. Oh. What's that class reunion? No, it's a it's a railroad reunion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just all the railroad guys. Yeah, just uh, hanging out with a bunch of the old codgers, the ones that haven't died yet. You know, we're gonna go out and have a few, have a few pops, and uh, you know, tell uh, some war stories. Tell some war stories about the railroad. Over that time, we had seven cars, seven cars. Well, you know, the funny thing is, uh, uh, my dad was the manager there for years. So funny. I got the job through uh, pure nepotism. Yeah, of I mean, course. It was the only way you could get a job. As like it that. should be on the railroad, I At, guess. Yeah, well, it's one of those family traditions. Like right. you're, you're, you're an alcoholic and you work for the railroad. <laughs> that's, like you that's need it. to go work there. <laughs> And, uh, and and a great bunch of guys, you know. Yeah. You know, I always enjoyed working with. Well, I, I can't say I always enjoyed working with them. It was a railroad. Like how much and how enjoyable could that be? So, you know what though? Sometimes yeah. you work with those people. Like yeah. I'm sure anyone listening knows. It's like if you ever worked in a factory or yeah. shipping, receiving, or whatever. The job can suck. Yeah. But sometimes the people you work with. Yeah. Those are the like the best personalities, and they they make it like fun to go to work, even though you're like ugh. Oh yeah, I had you a, go to work like this is gonna be awesome. I had a bunch of like crap retail jobs and, and yeah, uh, and and I, I was a I was a waiter for for <laughs> for a few years at Pizzeria Uno's up at the Holyoke Mall. Oh yeah, and uh, but I see a lot of those people uh, that have gone on to uh, uh, actually the, the superintendent, the former superintendent of West Springfield Schools, used to be a, a bartender there. Well, uh, you yeah. know, this is one of the things. People always look down on people who are in like the retail or wait wait staff or yeah. bartenders or whatever. But to do that job, you really have to have a mind where you can work fast and under yeah. pressure and, and multiple tasks at once. And those are the people that are usually like the ones that are like, Oh, I got my masters. One day they're yeah. like, I got my PhD. you know what I mean? Like and those are the ones that, that are successful in life. You know what I mean? Those are the ones that really that really crank it. I still remember when I was in college working in the factory out in Munson. I worked at Zero Corp uh, in the summers out there. And I worked with this guy, Matt Blatchley. 
this guy was awesome. We did the ship and receiving. How do you remember names like that? I, I just do. I just I, remember a guy named this or a guy named that. No, nah, I just yeah. I remember him. Yeah. And, and he was such a good dude that it made it fun for me to go into work because all we would do is laugh all day. We'd yeah. work our tail off, you know what I mean? But we would laugh all day. And I was like, I could do this job forever if I worked with Matt. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're just like, yeah, I could do this, you know? Um, kind of like this job, you know what I mean? This is it's fun to come in here and talk with you and Bax and stuff like that. Everyone's always like, "Oh, does it suck getting up in the morning?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, I, yeah. "Most times I do it for free." It's, yeah, that, that, uh, that's fun. That wasn't the uh, that wasn't the railroad. No, that was more like uh, misery. Hey, good morning, F stick. You know, yeah. like you know, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was course. your greeting when you walked in the door, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. And then nobody you know, listen. And, and there, I remember the one time they were like, "Oh, you know, we might hire a woman in here." And I'm like, "Why?" So we can all be brought up on charges within a week <laughs> by the, like, yeah, the end of the, with the day. The, the, it just the, the the type of conversation oh, that yeah. would go around. It, it was a male workplace, yeah. so it was always something that was would never fly in a, in a regular office anywhere. We had a lady out at Zero, and she used to work. Zero used to make these, like, cabinets for the military for yeah. submarines and stuff. And they also made those briefcases. Like, when you watch a movie and they're, like, something valuable is in the briefcase. It's like that yeah. silver briefcase. We yeah. made those. And she worked in the briefcase line. There's another guy who was a retired a Major League Baseball pitcher, and he worked on the line. Those two were older. They were sweet. They were charming. The lady was, like, really religious. So... Anywhere else around the factory, the conversations, men and women, were just, you couldn't have them in today's world. You know what I yeah, mean? They're yeah. like the most sexist and, and ridiculous conversations. But when you worked on the line with her, it was just that like. That was the fun. You, had to, the fun like, you had to be on your best, you know? Uh, uh, there's one guy that, that I'm, I'm going to see tonight. His name is, uh, his, his nickname is Bafo the Chimp. Right? <laughs> okay. I don't even know how he got the name. Yeah, I just yeah. know that his name is ba- one of the one of the coolest, funniest guys you ever want to meet, and he but he's so like he's not like out there. He's yeah. just, but he 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 has a really uh, great sense of humor. And when I first started working here, I was also working there yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time, and I was doing uh, I would do nights here. I'd do get the lead out. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, uh, I remember. And, that. and there was also this uh, this segment called. Uh, uh, today in rock history, it was it was like it was just a, all it was was this crappy like I news service it. thing, and, yeah, and you have to read it. like these little facts. Well, then I'm like, well, let's make it a little funny, and I was trying to write little jokes to go along with the facts, and then he would I would I would bring the sheet into him, <laughs> and I would say, here, here, you come up because you know he knew a lot more of the music than I did. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know some of the older stuff. And uh, he would write some gems, man. This guy would write some really funny jokes, and I would read them. And I, I think I still have some of them at home uh, on recording. Dude, that was what, yeah. what it was like. So when I worked out there in the factory on the shipping receiving dock, like I'm sure there's some people listening right now working in a factory in a shipping receiving dock. And uh, and they should get all their coworkers to come to Loft tonight because it's going to be great. Yeah. But there would be a boom box like like taped up to the wall so it yeah. wouldn't fall over and it was rock 102 all day long yeah so well, it was, how, that's, that's, that was what it was that's how you kept it on that that's was it how we kept kept alive throughout western mass yeah and that that's what i always think of like when yeah. i get up early to drive in here and i'm like this sucks but i'm like nah you know there's so many people that are you know right now they're they're gearing up to get up climb up on a roof and do roofing and 30 degrees I, but they're listening to the station i can't know? think of any other job 
that I would get up so early in the morning for and actually be looking forward to, to coming going in. in here. Yeah. You know, because we, we're going to laugh. We're going right. to laugh at some point. Even if you're having the worst day ever, you know you're at least going to laugh yeah. uh, when you get here. That well, that and that that I think of I think of that always, and then I like to me it's not even going to work. It's like going to hang out with you and back. You know what I mean? It's it's like fun to me. But I I do always think of yeah. all the people that are listening that are yeah. doing these jobs. Or, you know, they're maybe they're in an uh, auto body shop right now or whatever. You know, one one of the jokes I just remembered from that today in rock history, because yeah. it, it was just these lines that would come across and yeah. it would be like, and it was so something stupid, like nobody would re- even really care about it. And it says, today, back in whatever year, uh, Eric Clapton's promises hit number nine on the chart. Oh, God. And his I joke, know where you're going. And his joke was, uh, coincidentally, it was the ninth time he promised his wife that he would quit doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually Which better is, than what I thought it was going to be. Well. <laughs> I thought it was no, going to be even no, worse. No, no, no. Important no, taste. We don't, no, we can't, we can't, go, we no, can't go that dark. No, no, <laughs> Not no. That. <laughs> Just think three men and a baby. Yeah, okay. Just, All right. Anyway, right. anyway, anyway. Well, you should take Bafo and the Bafo the chimp and the whole you gang know, and I'm come gonna, take them down to the show. Uh, I'm going to suggest that to the uh, to the group yeah. and see uh, see what they say. You we're going to have hot cocoa. We're going to have appetizers. We're going to have some cookies, and we're going to have buffet dinner. We're going to have comedy show. Twenty bucks if you reserve in advance. I don't know if they'd like the uh, the hot cocoa or not. Well, you can also for like a little bit of money, you can buy a shot and pour that into the free hot cocoa. So, oh, look at that, huh? Little winter warmer for yourself. Little winter warmer. Little Christmas cheer, if you will. They encourage that kind of behavior out in Las Vegas. I remember being, I was in a in a casino at like nine o'clock in the morning there, and this guy walks up. He there was a Starbucks inside the casino. Yeah, and I'm standing behind him at at, at the Starbucks, and I get a coffee, and he gets a coffee, and then. I walk over to go play some slot machines, and this guy is at the bar going, can I get a Jameson to pour? And he, he takes the Jameson, and he pours it right into the coffee. And I'm like, man, that's a champ. That's a breakfast at Champions right there. I've gotten offered Vegas three times, and I've never gone. Why? I, because I'm, I don't know what it is, but every story I've ever heard from any of my friends, my buddies Paul and Mike, uh, yeah. they all went out there, Jeff, Lang, like they all went out to Vegas when we were kids. And the stories they'd come back with, I was like, I could never do that. And they're like, why? I'm like, because I feel like I will die. You know what I mean? The fact that there's always something going on 24 hours a day, you can drink at any time. Yeah, but you but you you got to remove yourself from that and watch the crap show that's going on around you. That is the most. Now I can. Yeah. In my in in in, in this age. Yeah, yeah. But in my 20s, 30s, even early 40s, it was like. I don't think I have the will. I I just like even when I go to New York City, like I I don't want to just like be at the club and then it's done. Like I'm out three in the morning, still eating pizza, well, talking the to comics. Still four, right? Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. And 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 then I'm I come home after two days in New York and I'm like, why am I so tired? It's like, oh, that's right. I didn't sleep. You know, I slept like three hours a night or whatever. But that's because there's all the stimulus. There's all this stuff always yeah. going on. And I know Vegas is like that. On steroids, you know it's weird because it's like you know, you can you can have access to anything you want twenty four hours a day. Yeah, that's crazy. It's not like here where okay, well, even if you're an alcoholic, the bar is going to close at one thirty anyway, no matter what right. what happens. Right. Like you're, you're, there's going to be a lull in between. This is a twenty four hour a day, which is party. why. Yeah, yeah, which is what. And and when you do comedy, you go out there. 
you don't go out there for less than a week. Yeah. You know, you're usually out there for a full week, which a full week anywhere yeah. is a lot. You know, when f- you're doing this. A full week here is a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's a little more reserved, if you will. We got uh we got more of this uh, this great morning show banter yeah, coming up uh, <laughs> after seven o'clock. Uh it's Bax and Nagel show. Bax is out until uh, after the new year and uh and then we'll we'll be back with uh, we'll be back with more crappy content. Crap is that what this is? Now I feel now now you got me. Well, I'm you know, I'm not really I'm not really feeling it from your side of the table. All right. Well morning. I'll try to no, I'm, I'm I'll just try to step it up. It's well, uh it's six fifty five <laughs> with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock one oh two. Mexicalito Restaurant is Mexico. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 707 and Van Halen on Rock 102. It's the uh, Bax and Nagel Show. Bax is out and Marty Caproni is here in the hot seat this morning. Stuck with me. Uh, you're stuck with you. It's, For a uh, week. going to be sunny today with a high of 35. Tomorrow, sunny with also with a high of 35. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. Now... Uh, I, what do you want to do? Some new- oh wait, let's talk first of all. Let's talk about the show that's coming up tonight at Loft. Comedy. Yeah, well now now you've officially uh, said you're going to come do a spot and you're going to. I will be there tonight. I tell will a do Christmas a, story. A quick uh, five or ten minutes. Yeah, uh, do whatever. Or if, like I usually tell people, five or ten. I'll go up for forty five. Yeah, we'll be, <laughs> we'll be up there. We'll be good. Uh, so tonight I got uh, Lee Syatt, who if you know or familiar with Joey Coco Diaz, is a real really popular comedian yeah. podcast and everything. He's a co-host of podcast with Joey Coco Diaz. He'll be out. I have a comic coming in um, who lives out in the Berkshires, but uh, he was voted funniest comedian in Austin, Texas. Yeah. He's coming in. I've got the usual slate of characters, everybody. And then I got, uh, um, uh, well now hopefully you and, uh, and myself. Yeah. But uh, more importantly, we're going to do uh we're going to do the doors an hour early, and we're going to have uh, appetizers and hot cocoa and some Christmas music. We're going to make it fun. There's going to be ugly sweater contests. We might even do a raffle or two. Um, Just a bunch of comics and uh, um, uh, patrons uh, sitting around uh, shooting the shiznit, right? Yeah, and, and, and well, my point in doing this, too, is for people who, like, say you own, like, a... I don't know, a garage, mm-hmm. right? And you're listening to Rock 102 all the time, and you're like, we, we didn't even do a Christmas party. We don't know what to do. I don't have a ton of money to take the employees to a Christmas party. All you got to do is just send me a message, reserve online, it's 20 bucks. So you could take out your staff of 10 for 200 bucks for dinner and a comedy show and, a, and, and some apps. You know, last hour we were talking about people you work with and how it's fun. Yeah. Even if you work for a big corporation, let's say they, uh, yeah. they handed everybody, uh, here, here's... Here's a five dollar coffee card. Right. Let's say they gave that's, that to everybody. As they do. That that's your that's your gift. You know what? Take your group of coworkers that you right. really enjoy hanging out with and uh, say, hey, let's make a night out of this. Let's get a group of ten or fifteen people and head on over to the Loft Comedy Club. That's my idea for doing this. And yeah. and uh, I'm doing twenty five at the door, but twenty in advance if you either Venmo or you send a message reserving saying I got six people in my party or whatever. Yeah. Um. Dude, it's gonna be a fun night, like it always is. It's never, it's never not a good time. Uh, it's gonna be a fun night, and uh, you know, also there are people that might be out Christmas shopping or whatever, and they're just like, you know, I don't feel like going home right after. It's great, you know. You can come at six, you can come at seven. Have Show a starts cap. at eight. Have a nightcap. Yeah, yep. right there at, uh, yep. at the loft. Yep. Uh, speaking of Christmas, I'm uh, reading this story here on 22 News. Yeah. Four people, including a 13-year-old boy, were arrested in Ludlow Tuesday after reports of packages being stolen from a resident's home. 
According to the uh, Ludlow Police Chief uh, Velatis, uh, on Monday, officers received a report from a Ludlow resident that someone had taken a package from their home. That resident was able to provide police with a photo of the suspected vehicle, a 2010 Honda Odyssey. Ooh, the minivan. Ooh. Yeah. Then on Tuesday, around 5.09 p.m., police received another report of a package theft from another Ludlow resident. The, sus- the suspected vehicle was later seen around 8.09 p.m. in the area of East Street and then on Cedar Street. Officers arriving at Cedar Street found the suspected vehicle and observed the passenger of the car run onto a property and run back to the vehicle. Police conducted a traffic stop in the vehicle and detained all four people inside. A package with the address of the previous home was in plain sight okay. inside the vehicle. <laughs> Police searched the vehicle and found more packages with different addresses not associated with anyone inside the vehicle. In total, more than 20 items were found and believed to have been stolen from people's properties, including several items that were outside of their packaging. An airsoft pistol was also seized. That's in case somebody comes up. Oh, yeah, so you can show them a gun like you're a tough guy. I painted the tube. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say this. If you're they call them porch pirates. Yeah. These people that go on and steal. If 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 you're doing that at I mean, you shouldn't do it any time of year. But if you're doing it at Christmas, there's a there's another special place in hell for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the level of disregard you have. You know, imagine you're just some hardworking parent. You're like a single mom or a single dad or whatever, or just parents, and you get your kids gifts. You're already doing that thing with Amazon where you're worried about, is it going to make it in time? Is it going to make it in time? And then you're still at work, and it makes it, and then these idiots come up and take it. You know what? Good for the Ludlow police for, for arresting Yeah, them. yeah. It was also discovered that the vehicle had been reported stolen in the city of Holyoke. Oh. All, four, all four people inside were arrested. Uh, they were charged with... Uh, Receiving stolen property, all kinds of you know uh, yeah. uh, charges. But eighteen from Springfield, nineteen from Three Rivers, and a sixteen-year-old and a thirteen-year-old from Three Rivers. Oof. Yeah, that's what they're doing out there. You know, and here's another thing: if they take that and they put it on Facebook Marketplace and they're selling it and it's shady, and you're one of the people who goes and buys it, yeah, you're not much better than them. You know, you yeah. can tell if someone's telling you to come to their apartment in Holyoke to get a, uh, you know, some kind of gift that does not. Uh, make any sense for them to have? Yeah, you're yeah. you're you're trash too. Hey, I got a I got a KitchenAid mixer here at this right. uh, shady apartment in Holyoke. Come down uh, here on Lyman on. Street and yeah. get, pick up your KitchenAid mixer. Half price, <laughs> exactly. Fell off a truck. Uh, I used to know a guy years ago who was uh, eventually caught and arrested, but he was stealing metal from his workplace. Oh yeah, and then uh, chain you know. Ch- turning it in for cash yep. and then buying like I think it was like oxycodones or something like that he was doing but he had this other gig going where he'd uh, he'd be telling people and and I never participated in this because <laughs> yeah, I knew yeah. I could see it from a mile away yeah. how illegal it was <laughs> he's like hey if you ever need uh, power tools uh, <laughs> like he's like Milwaukee's yeah, yeah. or Stanley's or whatever like that he's like he's like uh, my buddy uh, he knows somebody at Home Depot they can get you these for half price of what they are on the shelf which sounds right. like a good idea and then you find out what the scheme is all you're doing is telling the guy yeah I want one of them Milwaukee like impact drills the guy walks into the Home Depot grabs it grabs and runs it out. runs out of the uh, garden center <laughs> because there's there's usually nobody no one there, there. Yeah, or yeah. there's like you know one person there by the by the gate and uh, and and he was stealing them and so I'm like yeah that's that's called receiving stolen property <laughs> right. even if you pay for it right. like if it sounds too good to be true it probably is but even that to me 
is less offensive than the idea of people taking these packages right off of someone's steps two days before Christmas or three days before like yeah it does take this what well, yeah but but it, this is know. the time of year you know what I would do I'd bring these kids in to be arraigned right yeah. And then have all the packages sitting out there. Yeah, like right? they spread it on the table like they do with the drugs. Right. But then but then have an extra package there where uh you know, and then you tell them, Hey, your bail is set at ten thousand dollars. <laughs> and he's like, And if you had opened this box and you open it up and it's like a cash like evidence from a previous arrest <laughs> from somebody else and be like, Oh look, uh, there was twenty thousand dollars in here, ten thousand for both of you. Sorry. You guys just missed yeah, out. You just missed out on it. That's <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. That's a real shame. You know what I like about that? I like that it's Ludlow, too. Good for the Ludlow PD. Good for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Ludlow gets a bad rap just because of their location to the Mass Pike. I think that's usually what happens Great. there. We, we, Great know. city. I like Ludlow. I like yeah. it a lot. Well, it's it's rural and yeah. it's urban. It's like a, a mix of both. But like Chicopee Cops and Ludlow Cops, they have their hands full, but they actually still do the job. You know what I mean? Some of these other communities, the cops are, I get it. They're just like, man, why am I even going to arrest them? They're going to be let out today. Why am, why am I even going to bother? Oh, just like Dom Dom said, or uh, Coach <laughs> yeah, said in exactly. the Dom Dom story yesterday. You may catch them tonight. They'll be back out on the streets tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, prices for homes have gone up over the past few years, making it harder for residents to buy homes. However, the city of Springfield held a home lottery Wednesday for North End Housing Initiative homes in the Maple High Six Corners neighborhood. the uh, This was part of an effort to provide more affordable housing in the community. Uh, Jan- uh, Janellis Agosto went to the lottery on behalf of her mother, who was uh, first name picked in the lottery. She's like, this is like a dream come true right now. When I saw it, my mom could not stop screaming because we were so happy. My mom has been looking for a place to buy for years, and it's really hard because the quality is not good, and uh, they asked too much money for it. The uh, new single-family homes on Central and Pine Street in Springfield are being sold for $190,000, which is an, which is under the market value. There were 12 income-qualified buyers who reside in Springfield that were part of the lottery. People who are making uh, 80% of the area median income, which is the cap for this program, could not qualify for houses in this market, so they were not able to move into home ownership. That's according to Jerry McCaffrey, McCaffrey uh, director of the Office of Housing in Springfield. With this program... She says uh, it supports those who are moving in and and the neighborhood, giving them an opportunity to be a homeowner. Within the next 30 to 60 days, the chosen residents will get to move into their new homes. It's about time they started doing something like this where people yeah. can actually afford to live somewhere. Well, you know, the good part of that, too, you give people ownership, not just renting. You know, you give them ownership, they're actually going to maintain the property, hopefully, and take care of it and care about the neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas if they're renting, you know, they don't care if, like, the ne- the house is on fire or there's trash on the yard yeah. or whatever, you know? I saw a meme last week, and it was kind of, you know, uh, not that I take t- truths and all memes yeah, that yeah. Come, a- come across my uh, computer screen. But wh- one of them was, uh, it was said, the bank doesn't trust me enough to pay $1,500 a month in mortgage but I have good enough credit to pay $2,300 a month to rent a place out. Right. And it's true. It's it like, you know, I don't, that, that's, it's seemingly a market that's not in your favor. That's the that's game the, that's not in your favor. The great scam. The great scam. The big great scam. Anyway, um, so that's all I got for now. I that's don't, it? Uh, yeah, yeah, unless you, unless you got something else you want to throw in here. Well, you know, I, I, I we won't talk Patriots right now, but I, I there's a couple of Patriots stories that I, I wanted to 
to pick your brain on. Well, go ahead. What uh, what story did you want to pick my brain on about the Patriots? Have anything to do with Taylor Swift? I'm totally in. Uh, well, did you see? There was an article about. I guess the Taylor Swift got booed at the Fox at Gillette. Yeah. And uh, I guess Travis Kelsey was very shocked that she was booed at Gillette. Why would he be shocked about that? I mean, you're coming to a, a town that, uh, you know, it's the worst team in the NFL right, right now. Like Everyone's it, angry. <laughs> it's it's miserable around here. The yeah. weather sucks. Like, it, nobody's really happy about anything. What makes you think that Taylor Swift would have been more welcomed at Gillette Stadium? Well, yeah. yeah. Also, the stadium is full of dads that are probably like you and I that, like, they couldn't afford to take their kid who loves Taylor – to a concert for $3,000 a ticket. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, they have a few pops in the parking lot. They get in the game and they're, hey, guess who's here? Taylor Swift. I yeah, I took yeah, you. you know who's not here? My kid. So, uh, hey, boo, you suck. Yeah. You know? I took you to see Taylor Swift. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, Dad, I always remember you getting in a fist fight with a guy up in the stands, <laughs> right, too. Right. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. So, yeah. So, it didn't, uh, it didn't shock me. But uh, no, there's that. But I, my opinion question for everybody is: Do you think Belichick is gone after the year? That's the that's been the question for the last. I don't think so. I don't either. I don't think they should get rid of him. I think they should just get a GM for him and to help him out and let him get a better offensive coordinator and give him another couple. Give him as many I years think, as he needs. Do you want to know my theory on it? Yeah, I think it's a plan. They already know, like, they, they started playing, and they're like, this, this, we can't come up with anything with these guys. Right. Let's play the worst we possibly can, get the best draft picks for next season, and start to rebuild this team all over again. Well, that's the other thing that people are are missing is they can, they can never come out and say hey, it's a rebuilding year. They never can, right? But if you use this year to coach up the, the talent that could be coached up, mm -hmm. they have a ton of cap space for next year. And now they have great draft capital. They really could, in the next two years, if Belichick's coaching, have a, a Super Bowl contending team again and be set up for the future, for the next five years. Yeah, well, I, I think that might be part of the big plan. I don't understand people who are like, I want him gone, boo, he sucks, this and that. He, The guy still can coach better than almost anybody. You know, I don't understand, you know, for all the years of the joy that he brought right. to this area, all of a sudden now you get a couple of bad seasons in the mix. Everyone's like, oh, outside. my God, get rid of him. He sucks. No, he doesn't. Oh, he's he's like one of the greatest coaches ever played the game. Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady's the one who made Bill Belichick. No, no, pretty sure, pretty sure Tom Brady definitely helps, but pretty sure – Belichick also helped Tom Brady become Tom Brady, and you know, he drafted him, and he developed him. I feel like I'm I'm on a show that we were on last year. Do you want to hear a fun fact? Yeah. Oh. Oh yes, I, I do. Fun fact, sir. Uh, my mother okay. uh, went to high school uh, at the high school that Vince Lombardi coached football at. Wow. Before he went on to uh, coach become pros. Vince Lombardi. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, St. Cecilia's High School in New Jersey. Was he he was a good football coach? I, apparently he was. <laughs> I don't think they named did. the Super Bowl trophy after him. So I'm going to go, yeah, probably. He has a whole field named after yeah, yeah. him. I mean, it's, it's like You know who was this, the football coach when I went to Cathedral was Billy Wise. Oh, really? Yeah, and Bill had he had backed up uh, Bob Greasy, who was a great quarterback in Miami. And I'm telling you what, man, we'd just be in gym class. He'd be like, "Just run out there and catch this." 
when that guy threw a football, to this day, I've never, you can tell someone who played professionally when they throw a football. I've never heard a football sizzle in the air the way he would throw you a football and you would just hear, yeah. And then you'd catch it and you'd be like, ow, 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 ow. hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing the heat. Yeah. Yeah. But he was a great football coach. I don't know uh, what happened to him. But, uh, you know. Sometimes you, you see coaches, like whether you, you know, you go to your like kids, uh, Stuff and you can tell some of these guys are like, you know, they're really they're really mean and they're really into it. Yeah, know, on the opposing teams. Yeah, and you're like, man, this guy, this guy was probably one injury away from making it to the Red Sox. Right, you and know, now he's, he's just playing out his fantasy yeah. through everyone else. Come on, guys, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but a good coach, like yeah. a great coach, you'll always remember. You'll always remember a good coach, whether they were a fun coach or they helped you coach, whatever. Oh, I had uh, my high school football coach was uh, Smackers. Smackers? His name was uh, McNally, and his last name, and they called him Smackers. <laughs> Did you play football? Yeah, he was also the biology teacher too. <laughs> well, that's also important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, he would he would he would read us the. So I had him as a football coach before I had him as a biology teacher. And when you got him into the biology room, he would he would read biology like he was running plays. <laughs> Sixty stack <laughs> on two go. Like he would do that. Dissecting the frog yeah, with so that. He'd be like, you know, he'd be talking about like you know like like sex and stuff. And he'd be like, and then the sperm meets the egg and zygote, son. That's how babies made. You know. I had uh, my my uh, coach when I. Uh, when I was at Cathedral and I ran track, yeah, was Frankie Keel. Oh, there you go. And I'll tell you what, the guy was a good coach. Say what you want, whatever. He was a good coach. He was hilarious, and he he treated. He was a fun coach too, but he was a good coach. Well, there you go. That's uh, yeah. That that's our high school. I don't even know what conversation this is. What we're doing here. I'm just trying to get through the day. <laughs> we have a comedian, Rafi Gonzalez, coming up after uh, after eight o'clock. Uh, he's going to be at MGM this weekend, and we'll uh, we'll speak with him in the studio. <laughs> let's, let's hope he's funnier than us today. Let's hope so. Well, I don't think I don't think it's not that we're not funny. It's just like I don't know where to go with this. And I'm like, I really just want to take a break. You just that's it. You're done. Well, we've been talking for like 15 <laughs> minutes, so I think it's I think it's time just to bailing end. it in. Uh, we got we'll get more with Marty Caproni coming up with uh, on the Bax and Nagel show at 7:25 at Rock 102. Rock How many holiday parties do you need to bring? 7:44 and sticks on Rock 102. Your Pioneer Valley forecast uh, is going to be uh, sunny with a high of 35 today. Tomorrow sunny with a high of 35. It's uh, 29 right now in downtown Springfield. Bax and Nagel show Bax is out until well after the new year and then uh marty here is uh, is going to be filling in with me and we're just doing this light morning show program i don't uh i don't feel the need to <laughs> go through sports and news and weather well i do the weather but that's about it listen i'm just here to plug tonight baby <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason why you're in here yeah uh, yeah that's, uh, and now you're coming see i've this has worked out for me now you're coming tonight so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an appearance. I'll probably do five, ten, maybe forty five minutes, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> See how it goes. Well, I uh, hope that people come tonight. Please, if they're listening, come out tonight. Tonight's the night. It's gonna be fun, man. Yeah. You, you sure should... you don't want to get early for hot cocoa? I uh, I told you I got a little reunion I got to go to with some. Take uh, them some over. Get I'm gonna try, but I don't know. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, they're when they're walkers and everything. They can't uh, <laughs> they can't make it past uh, certain certain. <laughs> 
threshold. All right. You know, but I don't know if the. Uh, but what was his name? Bobo the Chimp? Listen, you don't have handicap access up there. You can't uh, well, get get the walker with the uh, the tennis balls on the bottom to get up the stairs get... <laughs> in that place. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, uh, but anyway, today is also a, a Thunderbird Thursday. So I'll tell you more about that in just a little bit. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, um, show starts at six tonight over at Loft Comedy Club. Well, you're the, having apps and you're having. Yeah. Uh, six to seven is going to be like appetizers, hot cocoa, cookies, all that stuff. Seven o'clock dinner will come out. I believe it's going to be a nice chicken stir fry buffet dinner. Then, uh, eight o'clock will be the show, my friend. Well, there you go. Tell your office workers, your coworkers, your friends, whatever, you got a little Christmas party now. It's cheap. 20 make, bucks if you buy in advance, 25 at the door. Yeah, make sure you Venmo Marty to get the discount price. That's it. They don't even have to Venmo if they don't have Venmo because I get a lot of people that are like, I don't have. If they just send me a message. Hold me a ticket and I'll. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll I got there. four people in my party. I'm coming. Then there'll be a reserve list and they, they will pay the 20. It's oh, well, there you go. Yeah. See, that's a that's a great way to get on the list. I'm trying to make it as affordable an option for people as I possibly just, can. Just don't be a jerk and actually show up if you're going to show up. Don't do that well, because then you you need to account for how many people that's you're going to have food for. Right. right. And if someone reserves, like, I got a table of six and then they don't show, the next yeah. time they try to reserve, I'm going to be like, no, thanks. Yeah. If you got a, like a 99% uh, I'm sure I'm going, then you can put your name on the list. Yeah, if right. you're like 80%, right. don't, don't do that. Right. It's for the five bucks, just pay, pay it right, the door. Right. Uh, I'm reading this story here. The uh, U.S. Federal Trade Commission has banned American drugstore chain Rite Aid from using AI facial recognition technology for surveillance purposes for five years. The chain deployed the technology for eight years across 200 stores to help identify those who had previously shoplifted from its outlets. If a match was spotted, security staff would confront the potential thief and order them to leave. But Rite Aid often got it wrong, the FTC claimed. During one five-day period, Rite Aid generated over 900 separate alerts in more than 130 stores from New York to Seattle, all claiming to match one single image in the database. Oh, God. So, according to the commission, the retailer failed to implement reasonable procedures and prevent harm to consumers in its use of facial recognition technology in hundreds of stores. The company's facial recognition database was built by two companies uh, contracted by Rite Aid, including images depicting tens of thousands of individuals. Many of the images, the FTC alleged, were low quality and came from store security cameras, employee phones, and even news stories. Uh, so they would take like a news story, take the image, shot, of, yeah. an image of an image, and say, yeah, let's run this through a database. I'm sure the computer can pick it up. Uh, this resulted in thousands of false positives and led to targets being followed, searched, harassed, removed, and having the police called on them, sometimes in front of friends and family. The FTC found ask, uh, also found actions uh, instigated by facial recognition disproportionately impacted people of color. The technology sometimes matched customers with people who had originally been enrolled in the database based on activity thousands of miles away, or flag the same person at dozens of different stores all across the U.S. <laughs> we have this one shoplifter yeah, maybe who's like, hitting all of the Rite Aids across the entire country. Maybe it's a case of quintuplets, identical quintuplets, and they're all robbing the same yeah. store. Uh, what do you fall on this? What do you, what do you think? What's your opinion? You know, you have an opinion? I, I don't... I, 
I guess it's wrong that people steal, but then in the same sense, it's a giant corporation. I don't really have any sympathy for, you know. No, but I watch these videos that are coming out now in some of these places, California and stuff, where the people come in in a mob and they just clear out a whole store. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, like, there's like lawlessness, which I am not for. And I'm like, okay. So my first thought was like, yeah, I support that. But then when you find out that it's misidentifying people and you yeah. think to yourself, imagine you're just going in with your kid to pick up some cough well, medicine. Yeah. I mean, I'm against that. Right. But it's just like, why even bother using this technology? Well, and here's the other part of this thing that people don't see coming. Once you start employing this technology, before you know it, Steve, gonna, well, there's going to be robots. There's going to be robot security guards. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see some of these videos of these robots they have now. They move like humans. They're they're, they're It's literally like Terminator Five. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. that's what we're headed towards. And can you imagine just some robot throwing you to the floor and handcuffing you because you have the wrong ID? You know? Well, I remember when they in RoboCop Two when they changed the chip inside of him and he was like shooting people for yeah. smoking. In public. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what literally what we're headed for. And uh, all these Elon Musk, all these people are like, "Hey, this is a real danger to humanity. This is a real problem. Yeah. This is a real." And people are just like, ah, we're all like, I'm too busy on my phone. Look at this funny reel of a cat falling off of a, 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 a well, sofa. Think about how who we are as human beings. Like, you know, we have we have the world in our hands. Yeah. We, we have all this technology all in this little tiny little phone here. I but, hate it. But we, we don't use it for the greater good of humanity. No. We use it, to, like you just said, to share cat videos. And, right, right. You know, wind up going down a rabbit hole at 3 o'clock in the morning watching videos on YouTube. It makes me long for the old days of when we grew up where you didn't know where your friends were. You weren't connected to people all day. You, no one had access to you. If you were out, you were out. They called and left a message, and then you'd get back to them at the end of the day. You used to, I don't know how it was in your neighborhood growing up, but in mine, we would drive around on our bikes, and you'd just find all the bikes in front of one house, and you'd be like, oh, everyone's at this house, and then yeah. you'd go. Now these kids are all connected. They're on Instagram, checked in. They have their friends' phone locations on their locations. They, they don't leave the house. Like, it's just... They're we're, tracking each other. They know yeah. exactly where they are at all times. Yeah, like Steve Jobs thought he was doing a good thing. I get yeah. that. Terrible for humanity. And I think everyone thinks this AI is going to be a good thing, but it's also, mark my words, going to be terrible for humanity. Oh, absolutely. It's, you know? uh, but we, we're okay with it. I'm not. I know you're not okay with it, but, but no I think, one cares I think the I general think. population is just, yeah. what, what are you going to do? You know, for all the, all the years that people have been complaining about privacy rights, dude, your phone has been listening to you since the cell phones came out. A hundred percent. You like, ever do that? Do you ever, you ever mention stuff that you, there's no way you would do just to test and then your phone serves you an ad? Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, matter of fact, it happened to you and I. You and I were talking oh about something a couple of weeks ago, and uh, all of a sudden- The friend suggestion came up with that person. The friend suggestion came up with that person. It's like it was listening to us the entire time. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, your boy Zuckerberg. Another one. Thought he was doing good. Now look. Well, you know? he's just driving us into a giant- uh, oh. pit of lava that oh, this we're all a, gonna, yeah. oh, this is a great way for you to stay in touch with everyone in your life. And you're like, that's cool. Now I get to argue with the kid who sat next to me freshman year in study hall about which bathroom uh, people get to use. Oh, great. I needed that in my life. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? I mean, that's helpful information. Uh, what no. <laughs> bathroom are you going to use during study hall? Uh, 
I identify as whatever bathroom's open at the time I need to use it. That's that's the way I go. Yeah, I'm. I have no. Uh, I've been. I've been gender neutral on the bathrooms for years. <laughs> for years. Been, listen, whatever's open is open. That's like, it. That's the one you're gonna use. Yeah. Everyone who grew up in a house with one bathroom but had yeah. siblings understood that that was a uh, gender neutral restroom. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Bathrooms have been gender neutral for years. What's the difference now? Right, right. Yeah. But now they had to make it a thing. When you go to New York City, some of these restaurants yeah. and stuff, that's the weird thing. Everyone uses the same bathroom, but like you have like a stall that you go into that's like a sealed little yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's nothing more humiliating than going in and let's say you take a dump and then you come out and you just see some girl like all done up for her night out and she's walking into that one and you're like, oh, God. Sorry, honey. <laughs> sorry. sorry, I ruined it uh, for sorry, you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a little. Those fake eyelashes you spent all that time putting on are gonna are gonna melt right off your face as soon as you walk well, in there. Well, you know what? That's the kind of gal you want to have stick around, Marty, because if she can handle that, <laughs> oh God. if she can handle you at your worst, <laughs> oh she can God. handle you <laughs> at your best. That's about yeah. Another thing Facebook yeah. has brought us is the meme culture of of. Uh, of philosophy, right? With the yeah. dumb live, laugh, love. Yeah, well, hey, if you uh, can't handle me at my worst, <laughs> it works for some. Yeah. How about yeah. no one wants to handle you? Period. <laughs> Probably not. I wouldn't want to handle somebody like no, that. Not anyone who posts that meme. Uh, you're uh, actually, yeah. I'll give you the fork. Actually, you know what it is? It's a it's a Thunderbird Thursday. This is what I uh, this is what I wanted to to talk to you about. I got four tickets on the ice for this Saturday's game. Four hats and four koozies, four stickers, and a Thunderbirds drawstring bag. And caller 10 right now at 293-1021 is going to pick up that prize pack. Again, it's the uh, Thunderbirds. It's a Thunderbird Thursday here at Rock 102. And I got the big Thunderbirds prize pack again. Caller 10, 293-1021. Good luck from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock it is uh 807 and bad company on rock 102 your pioneer valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 35 tomorrow sunny with a high of 35 it's uh 29 right now in downtown springfield uh bax and nagel show bax is out until after the first of the year he's on vacation marty caproni is here and also in the studio with us uh joining us this morning is uh, comedian Rafi Gonzalez. Good morning, Rafi. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, Western Mass. How's everybody doing? Are uh, you doing a show uh, at uh, uh, MGM this Friday and Saturday, right? Tomorrow and Saturday night? Yep, that's right. Right in the heart of uh, beautiful Springfield. We'll be there. What uh, What time do the, uh, the show start <laughs> over there? 8 o'clock? Yeah, the show starts at 8 o'clock in the big armory building outside right by the ice rink. So, yeah. Oh, you're going to skate yeah. over your show? If you don't like the comedy, you can just go outside and bust, bust your face <laughs> on the ice. Oh, there you go. That's, that, that works for, every, that works for a lot options of people. Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, you're, let's find out more about you. Sure. Let, let you introduce you to the listening audience. There's some of you who may have not seen your comedy, you're, you're a local guy, right? Yeah. I, uh, I grew up in Westfield, Massachusetts. I was born in Puerto Rico, and then at the age of four, we moved to Springfield. Or wait, sorry, Westfield. Westfield is where we went. And, well, uh, very, very similar in, uh, <laughs> well, in, in, in climate. I, and, uh, I used to joke around that all my family went to Springfield and we just got lost and took a wrong turn. <laughs> and uh, we grew up in the Whip City, so... The best wrong turn you could have taken. I mean, I gave myself a chance. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, I went to Westfield State, and uh, I that was like my first experience with Westfield. You're an owl. And, and, and doing the... Well, I'm not really... Yeah, They, they just want to know 
who are you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's all coming together. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but 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 that was where I learned about the Whip City, and I, I didn't know what that meant. Oh yeah. I, I had no idea that it was it was horse whips, wasn't it? I hope so. It's uh, because at first I thought it was like, oh, do they churn butter here or something? <laughs> like, what do they do out here? In, in I, I thought it was the home of dominatrix. That's what I thought it was. Uh, I didn't realize. Oh, so you went a completely different route than but, everybody. Sorry. Else. <laughs> you had to be discovered. Yeah. You had to be discovered. Yeah. No, they manufactured whips, I guess, and then they ran with the idea. So, it really shouldn't be called the Whip City no, anymore. No, I think it should be called a Traffic Nightmare. Is what it really <laughs> needs to be. They need another Green Bridge. Is what they need. Throw a, another one a in there. Third Green. A you third. can't have. A, you can't have a three way. Just have it go in perpendicular to it. Just go the other way. Who knows where you'll end up? Did you ever hear about the the rumor over in Westfield about the the people who live over in the Munger Hill area, the ones that have no the way. pineapples on the doors of the swinger party Ooh. people? Yeah, I, you know that's the place to it's, do it, Ridgecrest. Listen, I don't have any proof. I mean, I, there's I'm, nice houses up there. If you're gonna swing, do it in a nice <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah. They'll probably have a charcuterie board. You don't want to do that. You don't, you don't want to do that, in Palmer. When it's on an RV, uh, you don't want the upside down pineapple on the motor on the motorhome. That's a good point. What is exactly on a charcuterie board at a swinger party? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's nothing roast, you want to touch. Roast beef, yeah. horseradish sauce. Is that a Oscar yeah. wiener? Yeah, yeah. there's a little cocktail wiener. Yeah, oh, gosh. yeah. yeah. Honey. Vienna sausages. This is what you can expect later on tonight in the Boom Boom Room. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Salami in the shape of a rose. I can't think of a worse thought than having <laughs> an appetizer board at a swinger party. <laughs> like, I the can't think guy, of anything grosser. Yeah, the only person eating, the one not getting any action. <laughs> like, if you're not the first person <laughs> that charcuterie board, just leave it alone. Well, I, yeah. I, I DJ'd, you know, weddings and stuff for years, and I and I was uh, I'm friends with a, like this group of DJs that that we have uh, yeah. throughout the area, and uh, and and one of them would go to these swinger. It was it was these hotel parties down by the airport. They'd yeah, rent yeah. out the hotel. They'd hire a DJ for the party, and then they'd rent a bunch of rooms upstairs. And then uh, you know the DJ <laughs> was never part of the action. Yeah, they were. It was just the pre-action of watching them all get liquored up, and then they then they head up to their rooms. So he got the, to feel the. The I energy. Wouldn't, I I always I always wanted one of those gigs and I never got one. You never, <laughs> no, because Listen, I wanted you could to dream. See, you could huh? dream, Steve. You could maybe you get a barbecue this summer in Munger Hill. Yeah, you, you never know. You we know. could have a, a swinging swinging barbecue right out in Westfield. Another thing I don't think mixes well. You know, Probably you not. Hot <laughs> wing sauce on your hands. It's gonna be bad for the whole neighborhood. Yeah, that's that's usually that you gotta wash your hands you very wash good your hands real afterwards. Good. So uh you, but you're a touring guy, Ravi, right? Yeah, I started traveling a lot more in the last year because I started doing uh, cruise ship work. So how is that? Oh boy, I've heard uh, I've heard good. <laughs> oh my! You know, you know, well, that's the thing. You were about to say you've heard good and you've heard bad, probably right? Yeah, we've there's, heard... no, there's no in between. Have you guys ever done a cruise ship? <laughs> no, we've it's... only listened to other comedians tell about sure. how good or bad the cruise ship sure. experience is. It's uh, it's one thing I think everyone should experience at least once. It's it's insane. It's a city that just floats. They got a police force. They got a firefighters, engineers. They got painters. They got a morgue because people die all the time. It's amazing. They stick them in a freezer next to the ice cream, and uh, no, it's it's crazy. It's it's not for everybody. I don't even know if it's for me. <laughs> the money's good. The money's good. They pay they pay you well because they know that you're gonna lose your mind doing the game. Oh yeah. Oh, and we draw so much people. We draw hundreds of people because there's nothing much to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just hundreds of people, and we just kill it at the bar, and they do all that stuff. But it is insane. 
Um, and how long are you out on the, uh, these excursions for? When they is it like a month? No, that's what that's what I thought when I started yeah. that I'd be out there forever. But you can make a good chunk of money in three days, and then they'll they'll do like a back to back, so you can make double the money in like six days. So if you schedule it right, you can make a ton of money. So you're scheduling them based on whatever the schedule of the ship is. Yeah. Right. So if it's a seven day ship, I'll do the last three days of that ship. I'll stay on it. It'll grab a whole bunch of new people, and I'll do the first three days, and then they'll fly me out. So I'm doing like two cruises in in the middle of two. Now, so now, now are you allowed to like? Uh, how does that work? <laughs> do they give you uh, like a room? Obviously, yeah. Or, uh, it, depending on the cruise line, you, the nicer the room, but you get all full guest privileges. You can do anything the guests do except sleep with them. <laughs> yeah, or use the hot tub. That's uh, one the of the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta be careful. You gotta be smart. You like. Carnival, for instance, let me just throw their name out there. They make- <laughs> <laughs> this is my last time on that. <laughs> no, they uh, they they want you to wear a name tag, and that's just annoying because I don't want to do that. Well, that's what I was going to say to you too. One of the other things that's kind of weird about that, right, is you get a, you get a glimpse of what real like fame must feel like for people oh because. My- you're yeah. stuck in that city for whatever three days or seven days yeah. or ten days, and, and everyone knows you by the end of right. the cruise. So you can't you can't just like go to the right. casino and and play no. a slot machine or go to a restaurant by yourself without people coming up and bothering you. Right, and the other that, side right? of that is if you suck right at the beginning, yeah, it's, it's a long it's a yeah, long cruise. Yeah. It's bad. You can't even you got to put a hood on to go get food. You just got to hide, and they throw stuff at you. But that was the comedian that offended me yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah, get him. He's trying to get salad. But, uh, no, but it's a, you know, I try to hide, try to do certain things. You can, there's a spa, there's pools, there's a food, you go off on the ports. It's, it's hard to have a bad time, but I still figure out a way. I'm, um, I'm, re- <laughs> I'm really fascinated by this whole cruise ship thing oh, because Steve, it's insane because, uh, there's so you, much to it. I saw something on, uh, I don't know. It was like one of those 2020 shows or yeah. a dateline or something. They were talking about all the partying that goes on among the staff on the crew, like See, in the belly of the ship. That's the thing nobody knows. And I found yeah. that out right away. Every, every single ship. And these people come from the Philippines, Indonesia, India is the big three. They get paid absolute dog crap yeah, yeah. <laughs> right and uh they have a crew bar downstairs or wherever they can fit it and it's like a dollar for a beer a dollar for all the drinks and these people just let loose in all sorts of different languages that you can't understand <laughs> and they're just like yelling they're playing guitar they have karaoke but upstairs you see them and they're like yes yes hello oh yeah they're, very they're so cordial. polite and then they just let loose but they only get like that one night off for like 15 days or well, whatever it is so they they just get hammered right? well that it's not even the whole night off thing it's whenever they're off their ship shift they'll go start drinking every yeah. they'll do it every day yeah they're just they're just like some people here you know you drink every day <laughs> some people start early that, that's a I, that's always surprising to me like all i always like what goes on behind oh, the scenes i like i like the downstairs because upstairs can get a little stuffy depending on the cruise ship like i did a luxury cruise line and these people are just like Ooh, my helicopter. I'm like, okay, uh, I got nothing. <laughs> my to say helicopter to you. doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, I'm only here because uh, my helicopter broke down, and I'm like, yeah, I have five hundred dollars in my checking account. What's um, your favorite one for to the do? year? Can you, can you say that or not? What's that? Your favorite cruise cruise line to do? Uh, I do. Carnival is the best. <laughs> really? I, I like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to put you this You know what? A lot of comedians that do have been doing cruise ships for thirty years. They're like, I don't want to do Carnival because it's too much of a party. I like a good comedy show with yeah. energy yeah, and, right. and youth. These guys are like, oh, dude, everyone was over 80 on my show. Nobody laughed. 
but I got paid X amount of money. I'm like, dude, for me, that's just not worth it. It's not. <laughs> you know? And if you schedule it, right, you can make just as much money. But I like Carnival because there's just trash from all over the country. <laughs> <laughs> all in one place. Trash. Yeah. It's, it's a like beautiful a, thing. Finest it's a selection be- of trash. Trash comes in all colors. It's I, a beautiful I, thing. I guess if you wanted to see a accurate representation of America, it what is, you're saying is yeah. get on a Carnival cruise ship. Immediately. And take a, take get a ride. on. No, honestly, and people don't fight on there because they're too hammered. And, uh, it's great. It's, it's amazing. The first ship I ever did, the horn blew and then the DJ starts playing music up by the pool and, a Latina girl starts twerking by the pool, and and a guy wearing a Confederate flag T-shirt was just eating a cheeseburger two inches behind her, and he's like, "Yep," and they're just high fiving. I'm like, "This is great." Yeah, if anything can bring America together, the it's slide. a cruise line. Uh, it's also yeah. you're saying yeah. it's basically like a floating Palmer, is what you're saying. It's, it's a, it's a, <laughs> they just need a Long John Silver, yeah. a floating Palmer. There's no Magic Lantern. That's a real. That's a real bomber. I, I, right? yeah, it's an I think that was a drink at the Magic Lantern. It was called a floating Palmer. Yeah, you're so close. I'm yeah. gonna try that. That was that was just the name of the guy who was picking up the stripper on the way home. So, uh, it's crazy, though. So, so you do cruise ships and all that stuff, and then you, you obviously tour throughout New England as well, right? Yeah. Uh, those shows have lessened a bit just because I, I hit the ocean a lot. It's good reps. You you work on your stuff because you're the only comedian on the ship, so you, get, you have to do uh, sometimes an hour and a half of original material up to two and a half hours, so... But do you get, like... Talking about the crowds, it's a hit or miss. It's just like any other comedy show yeah. where some people are going to be really into it yeah. and some people are just going because they got the free ticket from the concierge sure. downstairs. No, most of the people have never, like you were saying, like you can't hide. Uh, these people run up to you and take <laughs> pictures with you. They want you to sign stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm a, I'm not famous or anything. Like, But you are on that cruise ship, baby. But that's all they know and half of them have never been to a comedy show and they're like, there he is, a comedian. I'm like, all right. You're you know. the mayor of Floating Palmer by the time I mean, you're done. Yeah, and the, oh, here's another thing. The crew completely resents the comedians because we make X amount of money. We get to go, we get to eat anywhere. We mingle with them, yeah. and they're serving us drinks, and they're like, you know, screw you, buddy. Do, do you Are you on any of the lines where when the crew's not sold out, they'll put you in one of the nice suites because uh, uh, it's open? I've heard of those. Yeah. I've heard of those. <laughs> you never experienced so them. So you're, you're, you're mostly oh, man. in a shoebox below deck next to the engine? The last cruise I was on, I was on deck A. Because when you run out of numbers, you go to the alphabet, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was under zero. I'm like, I'll take zero. I'll take deck zero. Uh, there's a comedian in Boston that we know. I'll have to tell you his name off air. But uh, <clears throat> he did cruise ships. He worked for, and I think it might have been Carnival. And yeah. the captain pulling in put a hole in the side of the cruise ship, like mm-hmm. hit something and put a hole. And he was getting on the ship, and they go, listen, whatever you do. You don't address yeah, you don't the address. hole of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> and he got on stage. He's like, how do I not address the giant yeah. hole on the yeah. side of the ship? They literally had his bags packed for him when the show was oh, done. Wow. They were in the hallway, and he was he was off the ship uh, that night. That would be concerning to anybody, having a giant hole on yeah. the side of a cruise ship. You would think. But uh, as a, co- a comic, you want to address the elephant in the room. And you can just, It's just what you got to do. Yeah. Because you know everyone's bursting to talk about so, it. So, so that's what I'm getting at. With the, the material that, you, I mean, obviously there's some restrictions that they yeah. give you to do that. Is it, it can't be a blue show, I would imagine. What's uh, a blue show mean? Like very- uh, Adult content. Adult content. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. On Carnival, you can have adult show. But you have to do clean, too. Like, you have to have But you also have to have clean show, which uh, honestly made me a better writer to do clean, but I just wasn't ready for the audiences because I'm like, all right, I can do clean. That's no problem. What I didn't expect was children to be running up on stage and kicking me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, uh, I didn't, you know, the whole front row of my first ever PG show was all five year olds. I start talking. (sighs) 
kid just yells out, do a magic trick. And I'm like, Jesus. Like, here we go. <laughs> Here's but I'm just... going to kick you in the head, Junior. Here's yeah. magic trick. You know, year, years ago, I was invited to do comedy at, at like a, I think it was, it was like a memorial party for somebody. Right. And, and then they're like, oh, you, you can do that. But they had multiple activities going on yeah. around this thing. But all these kids were in the room, and, and and you have adults going, hey, do that Kim Kardashian thing for me, or you know, whatever. I'm like, I'm not yeah, doing I'm that sorry. in front of a bunch of six-year-olds. Can't like, that's it. just not the kind of material that you need to do. The yeah. thing I would be most scared about on a cruise ship is having it stuck. You ever see the ones that are stuck out in the middle of the oh, ocean God. because they, everybody's got... Uh, you know, uh, I try not to think about that. But <laughs> diarrhea, or there's yeah. some kind of you know sickness that norovirus. Yeah, yeah. norovirus. If something yeah. comes on the ship, you're pretty much everybody's going to get it. Or that you know? there was one that the, the, there was something with the power. They didn't have any power on the yeah. ship. Yeah, sat out in the Gulf of Mexico for three days. Right. Three days. Can you imagine that? Yeah, being just there? sitting there. Thank God the thing floats. But yeah, I was just in a storm. I don't know if you've heard about the storms off the coast of Florida, but I was just down there last week, Rough. and this thing was rocking for 48 hours straight. And I don't get seasick, but when I got to the airport, I couldn't stop shaking. My brain was literally going yeah, you from feel left it. to right. So it is. Uh, you don't feel it at all until you feel it, and you're like, oh, yeah, crap, I'm when, in the ocean. When you're on solid ground, you're like, yeah. why is everything still moving? Yeah, and I fell off the stage. I didn't fall on the ground, but I had to <laughs> step off the stage during one of the shows because the boat rocked so hard. Uh, comedian uh, Rafi Gonzalez is going to be at uh, MGM uh, tomorrow night and Saturday yeah. night for your uh, big Christmas weekend, so make sure you go out yeah. and see the show. Who else you got on the show with you? Um, it's uh, <laughs> Richie Hector. All right. And uh, Ellen Sugarman, she's coming from San Diego. She's a Oh, wow. She's a very funny comedian. She's, she's well regarded, yeah. Yeah, she started in the Boston area, and then she moved to San Diego. So, And then, uh, and then I'm just going to say this. Sure. But there might be a chance that you and I might be doing a show sometime in January. Where we can't say anything about right. it right now. I do think it's yeah. in, could potentially be in February, but could potentially it be could. February 7th, but I'm not exactly yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's in that <laughs> void of the winter that nobody knows what time is. Well, uh, Ra- 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 Ravi Gonzalez, thanks so much for coming Absolutely. in this morning, and uh, good luck yep. with the shows. Thank you. It's uh, 823 with Max and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Uncle Sam wants you. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 842, and it's the Bax and Nagel Show. Light, I would call it. Because, oh. uh, uh, not, you know, I'm not saying anything about Bax's size. I'm just saying he's not, he's not here today, <laughs> and he's not going to be back until uh, January 2nd. So uh, it's just me. It's Marty Caproni, uh, and we're just, uh, we're just shooting the breeze here, man. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast, sunny today with a high of 35. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. You just had a story about uh, the Kowloon, Kowloon yeah. up in Saugus. So, uh, comedy club, Chinese restaurant, Asian restaurant, what do you want to call it? Very uh, similar to what the Hukilao used to be back in the day. For those of you who remember 30 years ago, the Hukilao yeah. used to have like a river that was in it, and there were yeah. lobsters in the little pond. It was a, That's what the Kowloon is like. It's like this really elaborate Chinese-Polynesian food place in Saugus, just north of Boston. Right. Upstairs is a comedy club. Well, uh, about a month or so ago, maybe, uh, they found a gentleman stabbed to death in the parking lot. And they couldn't put it all together. And uh, they just released information, uh, the police saying that this gentleman apparently wasn't stabbed to death by anybody else. He used to wear a knife around his neck on a lanyard. And somehow he must have fallen or whatever. And the knife stabbed him. And he died. 
That's got to be one of the stupidest <laughs> things like to, to to die over. Like I always say that I'm going to die in some stupid way and it's going to be from like <laughs> falling. It's going to be from from doing something I shouldn't have been doing. Uh and and this guy is no exception. Well, and to that's that. what I said to you. Yeah. I said uh what are you trying to prove, or what are you trying to say about wearing a knife around your neck? What are you trying to prove? Well, you're you're trying to prove that you're a tough guy, and uh, you're gonna you're not afraid to use that knife, but you're also showing everybody you really don't know how to handle a knife. <laughs> your knife, yeah, your yeah. knife handling skills leave something to be desired. Usually, uh, people conceal that stuff, so it's like in your back yes. pocket or in your in in your, uh, in your yeah. like a holster in your sock right. or something. You're gonna right. pull that knife out and go, yeah, you want to mess with me? Now it's like everybody's like nobody wants to mess with you. Uh, could you cut up my dinner for me? It's all, yeah. <laughs> well. It's, it's some of the people that uh, like I know that carry guns too. There's a few of my friends that have them that I'm like they really probably shouldn't, you know. And when I was in college, I had a friend that used to carry a gun with him everywhere. And when he was in Miami, Florida on spring break, he decided he was going to show off. He was loading his gun before they went out to the nightclub. He was driving, um, a buddy of ours was driving the car. He was in the back, and he went to load the gun, and he slid the chamber, and he blew off the back of his foot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard of things like, like people being stupid about that stuff. There was a yeah. remember the video years ago when like YouTube first started becoming popular. Yeah. One of the videos they were, they were showing was this DEA agent who was giving it in a demonstration, <laughs> yes. and he shoots himself in the foot in front of a classroom full of kids. And he goes, you is know. everyone okay? Yeah. That's not what you want to do. Well, yeah. he has an active yeah, yeah, <laughs> gunshot yeah, wound yeah, in his yeah. his leg. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. I guess. You know? <laughs> yes. You're carrying around a knife around your neck. I, yeah, you might fall on it. I, <laughs> I just, I think that's an odd place to carry a knife, to your point. You know, somebody asks for your wallet. You're like, hang on one second. Let me just take this lanyard off real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me just, hold on one second. Let yeah. me just get prepared. Yeah. And you hear the jingles of the chain <laughs> going around you. <laughs> Uh, shifting. Let's shift gears here. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Uh, Representative uh, Virginia Fox from North Carolina said Wednesday that the House Education Committee will expand its investigation into Harvard President Claudine Gay to include allegations that she committed plagiarism in academic work. Ah. The Education Committee previously held a hearing on campus uh, anti-Semitism featuring Gay and the leaders of the University of Pennsylvania and MIT at that hearing, the group controversially said that it would depend on context if calls for the, for the genocide of Jewish people to be considered harassment. In a letter Wednesday acquired by Bloomberg, Fox said the committee will expand its look into gay, focusing on whether Harvard holds its faculty to the same academic standards as students. Our concern is that uh, standards are not being applied consistently, resulting in different rules for different members of the academic community. If a university is willing to look the other way and not hold faculty accountable, for engaging in academically uh, dishonest behavior, it cheapens its mission and the value of its education. It's absolutely right about that. 100%. That's one of those jobs. Imagine you get that job, right? Yeah. Top top of your profession, becoming the president of a university. Top of your profession being the probably the most regarded university in the, in the country, at least, right? Yeah. And you're going to lose it all. You're going to lose it all you because plagiarized. you copied yeah. out your report. Gay was accused of plagiarism in multiple academic works amid the scandal of her committee hearing response over anti-Semitism. The Harvard Fellows, the university's governing body, said the plagiarism claims were not significant. The Fellows initiate... Okay, 
plagiarism should be significant no matter if it's uh, one paragraph or ten paragraphs. Well, that's the because uh, would you hold a stu- you'd hold a student to that same fire, wouldn't? You yeah. Well, this is what one? I was going to say. I I don't. Being a comic, I'm one of these people that I really one of the things that bothers me about this cancel culture from both sides is everyone wants to take away the job or the livelihood of somebody for quote unquote doing something wrong. So I don't know the level of what it was or whatever, but it's real hard to say, yeah, there was plagiarism, but it wasn't significant when you're dealing with that level of visibility job at that particular university that's known for its academics. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's it does it's not a good look for you. It's not a good look. The uh, fellows initiated an independent investigation into the plagiarism uh, allegations in October. The uh, group said consisting of a few instances of inadequate citation. While the analysis found no violation of Harvard standards for research misconduct, President Gay is proactively requesting four corrections and two articles to insert citations and quotation marks that were omitted from the original publications. Oh, I forgot to say that was from the Journal of Medicine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds a lot like plagiarism. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Well, I mean, you know, again, it's it's this hypocritical thing. Oh. Where people go around and they talk about you know standards and ethics and all that stuff, and nobody follows. Did their you own. did you see the other thing that just happened in Boston with the mayor in Boston? Oh, with the uh, the people of uh, the, the politicians of color Christmas party, yeah, coming out to that, yeah, yeah, and they and then they they're like, oh, it was a mistake. No, it wasn't a mistake. You're just it was a mistake that somebody publicly acknowledged right. it and sent she, out the email. She didn't say it was a mistake at first. She said it was. A, she retreaded and said it was. It was something that we always did. But there's gonna be a holiday party for everybody. But why are you having one? Where you're specifically excluding people based well, on their the color of their skin. One of her defenses was, well, we have parties all the time where everybody's invited to. This was just a specific one. Well, that we were doing. here's another thing that no one's addressed, which I can't understand, is in Massachusetts we have an open meetings law where you can't, if you're a government officials, right. you can't have a quorum of officials together in a room. So if you're a city council of 10 or 12, and you have seven or eight in that room, you're technically violating open meeting laws. Yeah, I guess that would be considered. No one's under, at, uh, no one's talked about that angle, but that's like one of those things that I couldn't help but think about. Like, geez, that's crazy. You yeah, know, on the flip side of this whole thing, just be glad you didn't get invited to a Christmas party. Why would you <laughs> want to go to that? <laughs> that's, that's Why it. would you want to go and sit and listen to somebody uh, go on and on about how great they are? I, and how what great they're doing for everybody else when they're really not. I couldn't think of anything yeah. I would like less than spending my Christmas holiday season in a room with a bunch of yeah. politicians. But the, <laughs> regardless, but, of the, you know. But then you know, again, I I wouldn't even be talking about this because I would have had no idea that this woman was even doing uh, holding this party. Yeah. Nor do I care. No. But I bet you. There is a guy out there, one of these politicians, who's really, really offended because he wants to go to all the Christmas parties. No, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that the reason that people are offended, and maybe I'm wrong on this, is that they understand if the roles were reversed, that'd be kind of messed up. It would be very messed up, and and somebody would definitely be answering for something like that. Right, 100%. Right. And and I think that the hypocrisy of that is probably what's got people a little bit upset you, you, you know you know what i'm not upset about what N- not having to go to the party because 
again, yeah. why would you want to subject yourself to something like no, that you anyway? Wouldn't. The only party I'd like to go to is one at Mayor Dom Dom's house. I, 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 that would be fun. A party at Dom Dom's house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that one well, pound meatball. Yeah, uh, there ain't nothing going on now with the uh, with the COVIDs. He's got the COVIDs. He's Does he? Is that he's is recovering that... from COVID? That's why his uh, his voice sounded so uh, oh, scratchy on the, yesterday. On the voicemail, after? he left us a very lovely voicemail telling us he appreciated uh, his uh, his recognition uh, yesterday morning when I did my Dom Doms <laughs> night before Christmas, <laughs> which you can hear by the way at Rock One Hundred Two or, or Spotify or the Stitcher app or any of those other places. Uh, or you're going to perform it live tonight? I'm not going to perform it live tonight. Come on, no, I have uh, I have other things I have plans on doing. All right, yeah, that would really make the Christmas. I don't want to put pressure on it, but that would really make the Christmas. We got to separate these things. These are two different uh, two different jobs, okay. two different careers. All right, fine. one I could care less about, and one I actually really want. to <laughs> You know, I appreciate that yeah. you care less about the thing I've dedicated the last 15 years. Of yeah, my but life that's to. your thing. That's not yeah. my thing. Well, yeah, but I care about this thing. I, I don't not care about this thing. Well, I mean, I care about your thing, but uh, maybe not as much as you do. <laughs> well, with that ringing endorsement, I really hope people come out to see us tonight. <laughs> well, hey, 25 bucks, you know, how much have I gotten yeah. from that? From 20 that if they reserve in advance. Right, in advance. But, Appetizers, uh, dinner, listen, cookies, hot chocolate, comedy. Listen, for all the advertising you've gotten out of this thing, uh, I think uh, I think View Street owes me some money. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. We'll get you some nice chicken tenders. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I, I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> well, 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 I'll talk to the people. Or I'll talk to Ed Nuno and see All if we get right. you. Yeah. I know some people in the kitchen, Jeff and Larry Austin. Maybe we can get you an order of chicken you, tenders. You know what I always hated about like the DJing the weddings? What? Like, and people and, and and I would never require anybody to give me a meal. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. most people were nice enough to say, Hey, you know, what do you want to eat? We'll include you in the dinner. Right. That was under no like contractual obligation. They were just nice but, and But they should if they're smart and you're doing a wedding, you should do that. The other thing is there's a Photographers, I one of them just deleted someone's wedding pictures because they didn't buy him a plate at the wedding. Uh, oh, was it in the contract? Well, that's the thing. The photographer deleted all things. I think that's kind of it's kind of petty. That's really that's messed very up. petty. That's to, really to delete up. everything, right? But you should always you should always get the plate. Listen, the but no, because you're already charging enough money for somebody to be there. I can bring my own sandwich. That's I can true. eat yeah, something yeah. before I go. It's not like. You know, you're only paying me $100, and, uh, you know, you should be taking care of me all night long. I was just lucky enough for that people would do that. But then some of these venues wouldn't even let people buy you the dinner. They have a venue meal. And it was usually like a chicken tenders or, or like, uh, you know, something off to the side. It's like you got all of this food back here. You can't have one little piece of that fish that you got going out the door? Dude, I'll tell you. One of the things that I learned as a comedian w- was because they, they feed you when you're doing weekends and comedy clubs, yeah. 90%. If you want something to eat, they're going to get you whatever you want to eat, whatever you want right. to drink. Uh, I always got the chicken tenders because so many of the comedy clubs, the food wouldn't be good, you know? Because they're not, it's not, it's not a restaurant, it's right. a comedy club. I, I'll it. tell you though, like the Funny Bone in uh, Manchester, they have, they let you get whatever you want. They have a pretty good food. Like they have a, good yeah. menu you know like fred does a good job with the the guys in the kitchen there i like there's a place where i'd be like oh i'll try the steak or i'll try the you know whatever you guys but, have. but you got to remember a lot of these comedy clubs are really just turning bodies it's not like right. you're, you're it's not like 
You're not. Nobody's going to a place for the for the filet mignon at the at the comedy club. No, but th- listen, there are some places I did like in Ohio and yeah. Texas and stuff where I would not get like a, a Caesar salad because yeah. I know I would be loaded up with a coli for the rest of the week. You know what I mean? Like there's some of those places. What's wrong with a coli? Yeah, well, it's a great weight loss thing. Sure. Yeah. Trying to cut off an extra 30, 40 pounds. That's like the guy yelling it from the valley. E. coli. <laughs> Blowing out a big horn. Yeah. Oh, was it a vuvuzela? Is that what that is? What is that thing that guy's a vuvuzela. Is, is that what it's called? Vuvuzela? Vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. This is like one of those Brazilian things that they use the soccer matches <laughs> and they they blow into it it's like a horn you ever see we used to have the plastic horns when i was a kid growing up you blow them until your lips were getting numb yeah I, they call it a vuvuzela is that what it is yeah <laughs> okay yeah, it's one of these uh things anyway uh well you know what thanks for uh for, well no we'll, we'll come back for one, we'll more, do uh, one more break uh but it's 8 56 it's the bax and nagel show with marty caproni and uh that's it rock 102 earlier with bax and nagel was the night before christmas Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rockets, 913, and Van Halen on Rock 102. It's the uh, Bax and Nagel show light, if you will. Bax out till uh, January 2nd on vacation, and uh, Marty Caproni is here in the hot seat. Filling in! Filling in. It's going to be sunny and a high of 35 today. Uh, Sunny and a high of 35 tomorrow. It's uh, 29 in downtown Springfield. I just got to tell you about uh, this event we got coming up here, uh, Bourbon Barbecue and Blues. Happening February 3rd at the Delaney House in Holyoke from 6 to 9 p.m. It's an evening of great food, smooth drinks, and hot music. Admission includes a Hudson whiskey tasting, a multi-course meal, and live music from Neil and the Vipers. Tickets and info at rock102.com. Less than 100 tickets remain. So you want to get that, uh, if you want to especially give that for a holiday gift, you can give that to, to the bourbon lover in your life. Uh, bourbon, barbecue, and blues, February 3rd at the Delaney House from Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Hey, you know what I wanted to tell you? What? I heard this commercial that you did for Aqua Pump this morning when I was driving in. Yeah. The one where he goes, thanks, Steve, from Rock. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Steve, yeah, from yeah. the radio. Yeah, right, right. It was very funny. I thought it was a very funny commercial. We we actually had a lot of fun making those. Yeah, uh, you could tell. Uh, yeah, because we 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 have them in like you know once a quarter, and they come in, and they re- <clears throat> they record the commercials, and it's more. It takes forever because there's we're we're just we all get along. And yeah, we, you and can we tell, all just like, like in the commercials. We're funny. all just having a good time, and, and then we get off topic, and then we're like, oh yeah, we got to go home and record these commercials. <laughs> so let's uh, let's. No, do they're that. good so, guys. I like those guys. Yeah, too. yeah. Aqua Pump. Uh, that's that's those are the guys you need when you. When you have a water problem, that's uh, that's the that's the folks. That's the folks. And when you have a when you have a uh, when you have a comedy and dinner problem, Steve, you know you should call. That's right, Marty Caproni. <laughs> Where can we get tickets tonight? Listen, I'm going to say it for the last time. Yeah. All right, we're doing a special Christmas party edition. So you can bring your coworkers, your office mates, your friends, your family, whatever you want to bring them. This out is tonight. at Loft Comedy Club, by the Loft way. Loft Comedy Club tonight, sure we're not View Street about above View Street Tavern yeah. in Chicopee. Um, we're going to open the doors an hour early this week, so it's going to be 6 p.m. There's going to be Christmas music. There's going to be hot cocoa. Uh, there's going to be some past appetizers. And uh, and then there's going to be uh, dinner, a nice stir-fry dinner from Chef Chef and Chef Larry. At, that'll come out around 7, 7, 10. And then uh, the comedy show at 8. It is 20 bucks if you buy in advance. You can do it through the Venmo on the poster, or you can just even reserve in advance just either through 
uh, the Facebook on Loft or through messaging me on one of the apps um, or 25 bucks at the door. All right. Well, that sounds like a damn And you're going to be time. there. I'm going to be there. You're now you're now part of this thing. I'm so. I'm doing a short set. Okay. Uh, a very short uh, appearance. A uh, Christmas story, if you will. A Christmas story, if you will. You you encourage that. I do. I most of us are going to be doing something Christmas related. I think most of the comedians. Uh, but we got some great ones. Lee Syatt from uh, Joey Diaz's podcast will be there, and uh, we got the kid who was voted funniest comedian in Austin, uh, Austin, Texas. He's gonna he's coming in from Austin. He. He's gonna do uh, a longer set, I think, and uh, we got uh, you know a bunch of uh, other probably like six other comics, so it's gonna be a great show. All right, well, well we're looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I told you I got a little reunion. I was hoping uh, they'd come out. You I gotta take the railroad guys yeah, over. Yeah, we'll we'll see if we can get them out there. Bobo the chimp is that what they got? Bafo the Bafo chimp. The yeah, chimp. Bafo you gotta the take chimp. Bafo the chimp. Yeah, he, he knows his stuff, man. He used to write my <laughs> jokes for uh, the, uh, the Today in Rock History feature. <laughs> I love that you had that job. Everyone always says I was a long day working on the railroad. Yeah. You literally worked on the railroad. I did, and it wasn't uh, – it's not really something that people really aspire to be. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're a – like, my brother's a train engineer. so he, They make really good money. He does, and he, and he, and he but, you know, the schedule is not that great. And right. until you actually – you know, he's been there for almost 35 years now. So. Sure. He's got you know, seniority, but still, you're on the lower half of the seniority because a lot of these guys don't want to retire when they when they get reach the age. I was like, why? Well, I would be out of there in a in a heartbeat. They're making what, like six figures driving those trains? A lot of them depends on on what you're doing and and you know where you're doing it. Yeah, I would roughly say six figures would be good for a guy who's been there for for quite some time. But you know, I mean, all the BS that you have to deal with in order to get it, but. I worked in an office. I was a clerk. I didn't do. I didn't like. All I did was do safety inspection. Me, I did safety That's inspections hilarious. and uh, and and like clerical work. It was just pumping information into a computer, inspecting things and and whatnot. It was so much downtime. Like yeah, that's where you that's where you get to be funny. I'd work like midnight to eight. I'd have all the reports done by one o'clock, and then uh, eventually I wound up bringing in my PlayStation, and uh, <laughs> I, I had a hand-me-down PlayStation from a buddy of mine, and then I went out and bought Grand Theft Auto, and I, I mastered all the Grand Thefts all night long while I was sitting there in the office. I didn't really do anything. <laughs> waiting for that first, yeah. waiting for that first derailment, where then you immediately have to throw the PlayStation in the trash and be like, oh, "Listen, I was doing safety inspection." All night. I don't know why. The well, time. well the, the good thing is, all I had to do was be the guy to call somebody in a case of emergency. I never uh, actually had to deal with actual emergency. I trust you. I trust you to do that. I, I you would? Yeah. You I would call the cops? <laughs> no, I'm the guy that calls that. the cops. <laughs> I don't know about yeah. that. No, you call the hazmat team or you call whoever the response team is when you have a derailment in the yard. <laughs> It was a. Uh, it wasn't really. The money was great. Yeah. But it was not something that you'd want to do for the rest of your life. No. No, it's uh, it's not yeah. as fun as morning radio. And you know what? And when the when somebody would come in and ever try to make a a, a, a big deal about you not doing anything, you got the union behind you to tell you ah. sit down and shut up, boy. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the best, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, they get they get they got your back. Yeah, I remember my dad was a union crane operator at yeah. local ninety eight right here in Newsaw Meadow. My my dad, I remember there was days where he'd show up on the job and. Whoever the project superintendent would be like, you're going to do this today. And my dad would be like, it's too windy to do it and do it safe. And the guy was like, you do it, 
or you're off the job, my dad would just go, all right. And he'd just pack right, his stuff and leave. Yep. And he'd be like, I'll be back tomorrow. You're still going to pay me because uh, ultimately you're going to deal with these people if you're trying to make me do something I don't want to do that might be unsafe. You know? Oh, well, yeah. There was a whole lot of unsafe things that yeah. went on down there and nobody really like, <laughs> no paid attention. Uh, we were just like the little dinky rail yard. <laughs> now they're a little bit more vigilant on the safety issues. But yeah. Well, that's good. It be, yeah. It's a, a good thing, especially after that train derailed in Ohio, the East Palestine one and the whole town is now like a oh zone. listen the environment will clean itself up Marty. come on don't worry about things like that you and your fear mongering everything's biodegradable yeah, if you just wait long enough yeah listen it just dissipates into the air it'll go somewhere it won't be around you anymore no. you're uh so anyway loft comedy club tonight yes uh, please six o'clock come. doors open and uh, make sure you get your tickets uh, beforehand by messaging marty and uh, yeah and or just pay. show up at the door if you want to pay the extra five that's fine yeah you know you do that too Knock yourself out. Uh, it's 921 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102.